I um have been editing Wild Wild Quest. Yeah, you have. Um, it's Wild Wild Quest. And we recorded that in our own space. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning I was not here. Mm-hmm. And so I recorded it on my snowball mic. And as I was like going back and listening, I was like, who keeps messing with their pop filter is me. Yeah, it's you. It's, it's me. <laughs> I saw you messing with it when we were recording. Literally, I have to cut out like every part of my audio that I am not speaking because I just like cannot. It's just this constant like boom, 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 boom. Oh, God. Boom, boom. And I like hate myself for it. Hello, friends. My name is David White, and you're listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. Well, that was interesting. I'm sure everybody wants to know how I'm feeling now. I've never been good at feelings. I guess I wasn't really raised to have feelings. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with Hobby. She doesn't deserve all this. Did I really get answers or did I get more questions? Always more questions. Previously on Misconceptions... Uh, the crew of four was suddenly a crew of three. Ren's gone. Uh, but the crew received a text message and many gifts from Ren. Um, so wherever he is, he is still being Ren. But the crew still had an investigation to pursue. They had to, um, figure out just what is going on in this city and find answers to their questions. And Esther has had many questions since the beginning of our series together. And following her questions led her to the library at Rook and Bishop Street, where she found Lena, a blind librarian who had a connection to both the ring that Esther now wears and to Esther's father and Esther's father's best brother, Javi. Um... And Esther was left alone with Lena. They had a conversation about Lena's past, and uh, Esther received a letter that was uh, written by her father before his death. And uh, the revelations may have shaken her to her core. You might see the uh, fallout of those revelations this episode. Meanwhile, uh, Faye and Bill went outside to read on the front stoop, And as Bill was reading a book of uh, martial arts studies and Taoism and kind of Zen meditation, he happened upon a painting or a wood carving in the book 
and Bill was suddenly taken out of the city into the strange place where he had a conversation about perfecting himself and harnessing his inner turmoil. Uh, and then Bill woke up, both returning to the city, but also returning to the knowledge of what the city is. Bill is no longer a sleeper. He is awakened. And for City of Mist players, the rules as read on when a sleeper uh, awakens is that they awaken with one Logos theme and three Mythos themes. Um, if you want to play it like that, you definitely can. Uh, Jaime and I both discussed it, and he wanted to you know, come back with you know, this slow, gradual uh, return of mist and mist abilities. Um, so we decided to make him touched instead of a legendary um, character. Um, so that's just a little, little bit of mechanics for you. So Bill's Awakening was not as, uh, you know, explosive as uh, your characters at home's awakenings may be. That's where we are. And uh, where do we open this episode up? Do we open it up on the stoop of Rook and Bishop Street? Do we open up uh, with y'all somewhere else? Um, I think somewhere else. <clears throat> okay. Uh, where at? Where were we before we came to the library? The warehouse. Yeah. You went to the warehouse. Y'all tried to go to the Super Future computer, but it did not open to you. I would assume that would be where we would go back to, though, because that's kind of our... Okay. Spot. So, back in the warehouse, uh, Javi is with you, um, and he still seems a little rattled and dazed, uh, and I guess let's get the layout of what this scene is as this episode opens up. Where is everybody? Uh, give us an opening, establishing shot of this episode. Um, Faye doesn't <clears throat> feel as comfortable in the warehouse um, as maybe everybody else. It's just very... Um, blocked off from the world. She doesn't feel like she has her tie to nature um, that she does when they're like outside in the open. Um, and I imagine being a warehouse, it's not like super light and friendly. Um, so Faye is just kind of like standing, arms crossed, leaning um, up against the one of the walls. And I imagine what might be like a circle of us all standing around, but she's with the group, just kind of like closed off. I guess Esther is like trying to like, I don't know, orient Javi a little bit of like where we sleep and this, like just trying to like get him to like settle kind of. Yeah. And I think Javi is like sitting on Esther's cot, uh, just kind of rubbing rubbing his temples and running his hands through his hair. Uh, he looks he looks tired and worn out. He is still very dazed from what happened in the, the library. And then um, you get you get studious Bill back again. He took the book from the library without checking it out. Hopefully that doesn't come back to bite him. Um, and he's kind of like reading through like four or five pages and then putting a bookmark in and then like running off to like the bathroom and like you hear the water running uh, and then you hear the water shut off and I like run back and I read a little bit more and then I like run up to an electrical socket and I'm like messing with it with some weird hand motions and then I shock myself and so like I'm just 
reading and learning and trying to figure out uh, these uh, new powers that I have in probably whimsical ways. Uh, and then at the end of that, I kind of like abruptly stop and I'm like, oh, shoot. Um, and then I walk up to Javi. Yeah, so Bill, as you, you walk up to Jaime, you know, you ask Jaime, you walk up to Javi and he kind of uh, starts and looks up at you. Oh, ah, uh, hey there. I just remembered something that's pretty important uh, about my family. And they're just chilling in a hotel right now. And I'd like them to be able to kind of carry on their lives undisturbed by my actions. So I was wondering if you knew a way that I could get them some, uh, uh, maybe a fake identity so they could just, she could, my wife could work and take care of the boy and they could kind of fly under the radar. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's a good idea. Um, I'll, I'll help you with that. All right. Awesome. And he just like runs straight back to the books. Mm. Faye looks questioningly at Esther, kind of darting her eyes back and forth between the two of you. We'll talk later. Faye gives a slight <clears throat> nod um, and goes back to smirking at Bill. Esther's going to, um, she's going to take off the ring and like, slip it into her pocket um it's very secure in her pocket so you can't just go like making it disappear okay but she's wanting to take it off um in hopes that maybe javi can like become more settled if she doesn't have it on okay. because she feels like that may be affecting sure interesting um, i think you you put it in your pocket and i think he stops kind of squirming uncomfortably a little bit. He uh, goes to this uh, bathroom with full plumbing that Jaime established today. In I was thinking that we had a bathroom with a shower or something. Okay. This is a very fancy but not warehouse. Like, but it's not like a fancy, like, it's just like. It's like camp. Yeah. It's like, okay. a camp, like, it's not anything fancy. This- well, then uh, I guess Javi excuses himself and goes to the bathroom. I uh, need to wash my face a little bit. Is he going to be in the bathroom for a while or just like a quick face wash? <laughs> Does he bring in a Reader's Digest? Yeah, like what, what level of bathroom are we going to he, he will be in there for a narrative appropriate time. <laughs> Guys, guess what? No. <laughs> Bill, I love that you are um, investigating whatever new... Uh, powers you may have and later but right now I think we need to address something that's going on with Esther while Javi is out of the room Esther what happened in your conversation with Lena I don't even know where to start um she and my dad really screwed Javi up they were in really deep with the mafia. Um, they were the original butchers. <laughs> what do you mean? Esther, what are you saying? I'm saying that they were the original butchers. Like at a meat market? No. As in Jimmy the. 
Apparently Javi didn't want to have anything to do with it, but my dad forced him into it. And my whole life, my dad was just training me to fight because he needed me to fight. And all he could ever see was his own death. He would get visions of his death and like everything he ever did was to try to not let that vision come true. He had visions of his death? Yeah. He knew that he was going to die by what appeared to be a suicide? Apparently. He wrote me a letter. Um, he wrote me a letter where he told me all of this. It was one of those, if you read this, I'm already dead. But did you, like, just discover that letter, or...? Oh, yeah, Lena just gave it to me. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Relieved. Yeah, and then um, all this weird shit started happening, and all these people that they thought they killed, they hadn't really killed. They were actually alive. They had worked out a deal with Carmine, and Carmine took all their money, but then they got to live. And when Javi found out about it, he flipped. And he wanted to go after Carmine, and my dad wouldn't let him. So my dad had Lena break him with the ring that I have. So that's why Javi screwed up. So feeling pretty good about my dad right now. That's great. Esther, I'm. I'm so sorry. I know how much you love your dad. I know that he's been such a role model for you. I can't imagine how shocking this all is. I mean, I knew he was messed up. That was becoming clearer and clearer, but it's a new level, Dad. Do you think you know who killed your dad? I don't know exactly, but I know it had something to do with the Cabal. Um, okay. Y'all stay here. Um, um, so Faye runs out to the car and grabs the, um, suspect board that she had, um, rolled up and brought with them, um, before they went on their mission to the library, and she runs back in and throws it up on the wall where it was, um, and you see kind of all of these red threads, if you will, of you know, the mafia and people listed and the cabal and people listed. Esther, where, where does your dad fit in? My dad was working for Carmine. Okay, so, and you see Faye right, like, under, she had Jimmy the Butcher. Or she scratches that out, writes Butchers as a title, underlines, and then writes Jimmy, Javi, Lena, and then looks back at Esther. Morty. Right, because Morty's bar. And then Morty. It's <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> um, So the cabal was after... And then Faye pauses. Esther, I'm, I'm sorry. I know this is fresh. Do you mind skipping the, f- the feelings part? What feelings? Great, okay. Um, so the cabal was after your dad? Yeah, apparently. And apparently... They can teleport into and out of places, so I could see how they could stage a suicide. 
That's true. But why would they then have gone after Mrs. Williams? And done the exact same thing? And it was maybe a threat? I guess. How much do we know about this ring? Are you in control of it? Or is it in control of you? Uh... It always seems to be controlled by me, but I guess there's a possibility it's doing things that I don't realize. How much do you trust Lena? How much do I trust anybody anymore? Uh, I mean, I don't know why she would lie. I don't know what her motive would be for lying. Faye is uh, just kind of has this look of shock. Um, and feels like she's been punched in the gut as she's seeing Esther's dad in a new light as someone who she kind of felt that they all had a, a respect for. Meanwhile, Hobby's still shit in the bathroom. <laughs> Bill, you know about the Cabal because you, like, worked with them. Well, I knew what I needed to know. Yeah. I just knew Jeremiah was in a shady organization... And he had me do things. But they could he couldn't have been, like, taken... My father couldn't have been taken, like, your family, because your family, like, there were no bodies. And I saw my father's body. Am I being manipulated into fighting a certain way to accomplish a certain task, only to find out that he's alive? Or are you hoping that he's alive when he's really not? I mean, at this point, he's so messed up. I don't know that I would want him to be alive. I think I'm afraid that he's alive. He's been pulling strings this whole time, screwing everything up. We all have done things we didn't want to for various reasons. We've all killed people we didn't want to. Um, We don't know your dad's side of the story. We don't know if the people he was killing were kind of in the same vein that we're doing. He could have been on his own investigation. What we do know is that for some reason, the Cabal was after your dad. The Cabal is trying to control children and make them kill people, and the Mafia is against that. So right now, is the Mafia on our side? Well, my father didn't really want me to get involved with Carmine, so I don't know that... I don't think that the Mafia would be on our side. I don't even know who the enemy is anymore. Other than um, that reporter, Linda? She's the enemy. She's the enemy. <laughs> my death is tied up in the city. I suck my nose in the business of some very powerful people. People that want nothing good for the city and everyone in it. That's why they're sending their wolf to kill me. Their wolf? That seems important. <laughs> Guys, I read this on Monday. And it's long, so I haven't sat here and read the whole thing. I've been skimming. Would y'all like to see the letter? Esther, would you like to read us the letter? <laughs> did I keep the letter? I would assume you did. Oh, I thought that I did. This is a pretty big clue. <laughs> so we have a transition scene as Esther unfolds the letter, reads it out loud to her crewmates. The transition, Esther is folding up the letter. Faye and Bill, what are your reactions to the contents of this letter? There's no doubt that your dad loved you, Esther. That doesn't make what he did okay. It doesn't. He did this robot trained to take down whatever for whatever reason. Yeah. 
I, I understand. Whatever his reasons, it reinforces that the Cabal is only going to destroy the city. And that means that anyone and everything we could possibly hold dear in the city will be wiped out. And if your dad wanted to stop that, I don't blame him. But I could understand why you wouldn't forgive him for the way things turned out. Either way, I think we, we've got to press on. So what's next? The wolf is a, that's a, that's a big deal. Um, let's think about the times that a wolf has shown up. So if I remember correctly, um, there is a wolf mask. And isn't Linda the wolf? No, she's the wizard. But the wolf mask was the one that shot Pip Hamill. And we took off his mask and he said nothing. Almost in a way that he couldn't say nothing. And then the thunderstorm came and there was a portal and we failed. The wolf shot Pip? Yes. Remember at the gala where you got the coin from Carmine? Oh, I thought we were talking about the second time. Sure. There are a lot of Pips. I was really confused. I was like, no, Hobby shot him. Yes. So many pips being shot. And so many pips being eaten. It's just too many pips in the world. It's just a gingerbread massacre. (laughs) So we also... So we have wolf mask. So either the wolf... The person that was in that mask is a specific person that goes to kill. Or that is the cabal's version of their butcher. The wolf coming after your dad is important. We've seen the wolf mask so many times throughout the last intertime here. <laughs> We've seen the wolf mask at the water plant. <clears throat> Whenever we went into that like mist area and then we came out and they tried to kill us. Um, we saw the wolf mask and the man under the mask when they shot Pip and tried to kill him maybe eventually succeeded and then we also saw the wolf mask when we were fighting them in the sewers and yet we still don't know who they are but we know what they look but like we've seen his face. and we know that but we've seen his face it just seems like he might be like controlled like I figured even if we found out who he is and could track him down I don't know how much we'd get out of that information, because he won't talk. Yes. I wonder if the mask has its own powers, (laughs) that whoever it's put on does what they're told. So how do we look for something that doesn't appear until it wants someone killed? Or do we call it? Because it wants us killed, so... We could try to, like, tease him out, but there's always a chance that he actually kills one of us, so... That's fair. Um, Esther, is there any chance you could reverse what happened to Harvey? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the powers of the ring that well, as well as Lena did. She thinks that him being around the ring might be reversing something, but I don't even know if it's possible to reverse all that they did. What happens if we ask 
Harvey about it. I mean, I wonder how strong whatever happened to him was. If he'd be willing to risk that for him, or if you think he'd be willing to do that. I wonder if we could just ask. I guess he can't hurt anything. Famous last words. Hello friends, and welcome to the mid-roll section of episode 77 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. And quick everybody, quick, it's 7-7. Everybody make a wish. Did you make a wish? What'd you wish for? Eh, that's a trick question, don't tell me, because then it'll never come true. Let's get some housekeeping things out of the way before we get back to the episode. And uh, you might have noticed that uh, Jaime's audio, there was something a little off for a little bit of his audio there. Uh, And the reason was because there was, I I mean, I have no idea what happened, uh, but Jaime's audio for a section of this episode was completely unusable. It sounded horrible uh luckily uh Jaime offered to re-record his lines from uh those segments and so we were able to still keep him in without having the horrible noise that his voice was distorted to uh but that is the only portion of the episode that we had to re-record Jaime will sound normal and with his faux Australian accent for the rest of this episode and speaking about the rest of this episode At the end of this episode, we will have a geek out after the credits, so make sure you stick around after the show notes to hear us talk about this episode and the last episode and have a little bit of a out-of-character talks about these past episodes. I would like to give a shout-out to our newest patron on Patreon, and before I say this name, uh, it is a wild name. And I actually asked this person for a pronunciation guide on their name. And uh, he said he would send it to me, but he wanted me to pronounce it without the pronunciation guide. So uh, I have an email with the correct way to pronounce his name. And I will read it after I have tried to pronounce the name the name uh, just by reading it. Uh, so I'm just going to eyeball this name. I have not looked at the pronunciation guide yet. So here we go. I would like to say thank you to Dennis Paterlander. Pater Paterandal. Paterandal. Okay, so now I'm actually going to go to my Gmail uh, and I am going to open up the message that I have with the actual uh, pronunciation guide. Thank you, Dennis, for sending this to me. So, uh, P-E, the E is pronounced as in fey, but avoid gliding off into an I sound at the end. So, pay, ter, and daryl. Peteranderl. Peteranderl. So, thank you to Dennis Peteranderl. Hey, you know what? I don't think I was very far off. 
so I think I won that challenge, Dennis. But really, Dennis, thank you so much for supporting us financially. Uh, your support means a whole lot, just as the support of all of our patrons means to us. We thank you so much. Um, and if you would like to support us financially, please click the link in the description below and go uh, give whatever you can give. I cannot brag about the $5 a month enough, though, because at that level, you get access to our uncut audio a week before the edited episode comes out, and you also get access to our patron-exclusive show, SideQuest, where we play a rotation of games and systems and stories. And that is all the housekeeping business out of the way. Let's get back to the episode. The door to this um, very fancy bathroom in this old, dusty, abandoned warehouse opens up, and you see Javi uh, walk out, having her after having taken a shower, uh, and he's like drying off his hair, um, his salt and pepper hair, and uh, he walks over and says, uh, "Bill, I can uh, I can start looking into uh, those fake those fake IDs for your your family there. Um, got some." Uh, I have some people I used to work with. I could probably do that. Awesome. That's great news. And then I kind of like look over to Esther and like look back at Javi. This is the point where everybody's like eyeing each other and like bumping elbows. Yes. You do it. No, you you do it. Javi, uh, why, why were you seeing that woman at the library? Uh, Lena? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we used to be really great friends. Uh, we ran around with your dad uh, back when we did work for Carmine. Um, but I just, uh, I have have questions. Uh, I I feel like I'm missing parts of my past, you know? Uh, and I I don't, I don't know. After talking with you at the, the island on the pier that one day, night uh i don't know I, I felt like i could get some answers from from lena i just went and talked to her as a as a friend did you get any answers from her yeah i i don't know i must have not eaten anything this morning because when i got there i started to feel pretty weak and i think i must have passed out i was talking to her and next thing i know you were there yeah, but I feel alright now. Um, Faye, one, as Javi is talking, <laughs> slowly sidesteps in front of the part of the board that says butchers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Javi. Um, and then kind of leans towards Esther. Esther, what if you read him the letter? I'm not reading this damn letter well, again. <laughs> yes. You uh, have to actually no, I know, read I know, it again. I know. Um, Javi, how stable are you feeling right now? He, like, scrunches his brow up and cocks an eyebrow. Uh, and Esther rolls her eyes at this because they've had these kind of conversations. Yeah, well, um, 
What do you mean? I'm fine, kid. She gives them that look of like a mother to a child, like, really? And he gives you the look of like, I am the age of your father. You can't look at me like I am the child. And she looks at him harder like he's the child. <laughs> <laughs> They're just playing a game of who I, whose eyes can get the biggest. Yeah. And Esther wins. Kid, I'm fine. I took a shot. I'm, I'm going to run by a big belly bug and get myself something to eat. Uh, then run by and get some, get those fake IDs for Bill and his family. Look. Lena had a letter for me. What does it say? Do you got it? Are you sure you can handle it? Yes. God, Esther, what did the letter say? Oh, this is going to be bad. Esther shows him the letter. Esther, I would like you to roll huh. a change the game. Javi has a never remember six status. That you will need to roll to remove, and that negative six will apply to your roll. What the hell happened? Can we help? Filter just now. Uh, how would you help? Um, one, the board. Okay. Um, so I would step away from it as she got to that particular part in the letter and be like, <laughs> and Will Smith, both <laughs> arms out, looking at the the part that he's on. Um, but also just in like the. This happened, like, the there's a whole... Like, there's three people telling him this happened, not okay. one person telling uh, him. You have help points? I, of course, have help points. Okay. Can I use all of them? If you want to. I am giving you four help points. I'm giving you one help point. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, can I use my uh, Javi the Cop uh, tag? Because, like, he... We have this built-up relationship. Sure. So, like, right now, uh, Faye, how many help points are you using on Esther? Four. So, four. Plus uh, Bill. Uh, what is Bill doing to help? <laughs> He's just waving. <laughs> He's waving emphatically <laughs> through the whole conversation. I am reassuring, and I am lending a hand, as my the gang power tag would allow me. Okay. So, are you wanting to use lend a hand, or are you wanting to use uh, help points on Esther? Both. Okay. Is that possible? Sure. So, how many how many help points do you have, Bill? I only have one to give to her. One. Okay. So you have one help point. Uh, so add that to your sum. Uh, so where are you at now? Uh, four, five, six, and then my hobby, the cop. So seven. Seven. And he has a uh, never remember six status. Uh huh. Um. So right now you are rolling a change the game with a plus one. I rolled a nine. <coughs> so that makes it a ten. Okay. So, so you have a plus one. Mm-hmm. You have a ten. Uh, you get a minimum of two juice. Like I'm wanting to reduce his status. If you are wanting to get Javi to remember, you will need to reduce his status of never remember six. So if you use those two juice you have, he would be at a four. Yeah. Did you use your owl ring at all? I know it, we can't really go back, but... No, because no. I took it off because it was hurting him. Okay. So you you have this conversation. Uh, Esther is motioning to the board. Bill is, uh, you know, being there and helping Esther deliver her, her spiel. Uh, Esther, you're reading the letter to him and uh, working with your teammates on this. And Javi 
we see the camera zoom up on Javi's face as he's taking this all in, and it's it's very somber. Um, his eyes are looking down at the ground. His brow is furrowed. He's chewing on his lip as he's listening to these words. And I think after you, again, fold up that note, there is a silence. Um, you have reduced his never-remember-six status to a um, don't-remember-four status. But he, he sits there, or he stands there for a while. I, uh... I don't believe it. Um... I, I need a I need I need some air. Um What part don't you believe? This is That's not my friend. That's that's not my best friend. That is not who I grew up with. I I need a walk. I I'm getting some some damn air and he starts walking for the uh the warehouse door. Just let me walk with you. I I don't want you to. I really don't think you need to be alone right now. I don't have to say anything. Just let me walk with you. Fine. And he continues walking. Harvey, even you said you don't remember parts of your life. This fills in those gaps. This explains that. I don't know what that is. But I'm telling you, I I knew Morty. I knew your father, Esther, and this... This doesn't fit. You see just a little bit of blood dribble out from his nose. He just rubs it very quick across his top lip. I know my friends. And that's not it. I'm gonna belly burger. I'm gonna get the damn IDs for you. Your kid and your wife. And Esther, you can follow, but I... I sure as hell don't want to talk right now. Esther just shrugs and follows him out. Okay. So, Esther, you are following Javi, and he he has a gray hoodie that he flips over his head, and he walks without speaking to you to the nearest belly burger. Um, Esther, if you are going to follow him, then you, you follow him. Uh, Bill and Faye, uh, as Esther has left, what are y'all going to do? Follow them from a distance. Okay. Just in case. Um. Can I talk with Bill while we're walking, like, back? Sure. Uh, y'all can even be doing the thing where y'all are on top of rooftops following him. Yes. I love that. Bill, it's wonderful to have you back, though I don't really know um, what your new focus is, but now I can use my powers, which makes my life so much easier. And so she, like, creates the ladder and they climb up onto the roof. Um. Bill, as they're, you know, walking and following and just kind of watching from a distance. So, what... Um, so what's new with you? Um... Watch this. So I... Sprint and, like, jump off. You see, like, a little... Or maybe you don't see it, but you hear, like, a little gust of wind and, like, jump off of nothing and then I land on the other rooftop I'm like huh huh like like you like jumped on a invisible platform and landed on the other uh, well 
like I thrust my foot down and the wind pushed up. Faye's on the other side, like on the other building. <laughs> no way! While like her vines are still like putting together for her to walk across <laughs> the bridge. Can you, like, can you have a, can you teach me? Can you like uh, throw air and I can jump? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this, sounds, this sounds dangerous. Uh, do I have to roll anything, David? Uh, I don't think you need to roll, but I would like for both of you to narrate. Uh, because, Bill, this is your first time really using these powers, and now this is your first time using a power on somebody else. So, uh... She falls I'm, on top of Esther. I won't, I won't make you roll, but what what happens? So do you do, uh, do you do the run and jump thing also? Yeah. I'll just, I'll be standing, I'm on the roof. Just tell me when to go, and I, I trust you, and I'm just gonna run and jump. Alright, all right, go. Okay, so she jumps, and uh, I, like, thrust my arms up, and it, like, bounces her, like, ten feet into the air, but still, like, where she's gonna be short of the next building. So I just, like, <laughs> and I, I have to, like, do it, like, three times for her to get over here, and then I'm like, okay, alright, um, we're gonna need to practice that. So Faye hits, like, three individual pillars of air as she lands on this, the rooftop adjacent. Yep. I stand up and look back. That was so fun! Uh, yeah, I had it the whole time. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) Almost killed a teammate. (laughs) Uh, And uh, you follow Esther and Javi on their silent walk to Big Belly Burger. He gets fries and a shake and burger he takes it out. I was gonna say he's not gonna get a burger? (laughs) He takes it out of the the restaurant with him and is walking. Um, He comes to like an alleyway and he turns to U.S. and he says, wait here. And then he goes in the alleyway and you you hear some whispered conversations and things in the back uh, of this alley and then he comes out sipping his shake and he says, all right, uh, tell your friend it's going to be done in a while. Um, why are you following me, kid? Why shouldn't I follow you? Because I'm a grown-ass man. I don't need you to follow me. She looks at him with, like, this, come on, you know why I'm following you. It's that you and your friends just unloaded a ton of information on me. I just need a damn moment alone to yeah, process it. but you're it. not really... It's not really safe for you to be alone. I walked these streets with gum on the bottom of my shoes when I did my beat as a cop. I can protect myself. Yeah, when you're in the right frame of mind, you can protect yourself. What good is pushing me away going to do anyway? It'll give me some space. Space for what? To think. Esther just stands there with her arms crossed. He sighs and starts walking down the street. He goes to the nearest bar. Esther rolls her eyes as he walks into the bar. Okay. Bill and Faye, you're still following? 
yeah, we're having a blast. <laughs> okay, yeah, we see in the background Esther is following Javi, and in the background we see Faye just like, ah! <laughs> flying from one rooftop to the next. And and Bill. Yeah, and, but and Bill falling less clumsily after her. Um, we see the inside of this this bar, and Javi orders a a drink, and uh, he takes a sip of this old fashioned and slams it down on the table and kind of steeples his hand in front of his mouth. I don't understand how a friend could do this to somebody. The camera zooms out and away from Javi. I think that's where we end this episode. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. We'll be back with our next episode on November 30th. If you have social media, specifically Facebook and Twitter, you can find us on both of those platforms at Misconceptions Pod, and you can follow us on both of those platforms to get up-to-date information about the show and preview clips of upcoming episodes. We also have an email, misconceptionspod at gmail.com, if you would like to contact us that way. We also have a Discord. If you would like to chat with us more directly or chat with fans of the show, click the link below to join our Discord. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join that elite group of supporters and friends, please click the link below and give any monthly amount you can afford. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. Misconceptions is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. Keep it nerdy, y'all. geek out let's geek out after the credit what's our what's do we have like a theme song for geeking out uh we do not we should have like a super upbeat oh i'm so excited yeah i think david's frustrated i i'm just realizing that i should have burned your hobby tag um to like emphasize the mechanics of like you and Javi need a break for a moment um but i'm afraid that if i give him a break i'll lose him he can always be found again not necessarily <laughs> in alive <laughs> mm? no um things happen that needed to happen i think because it's undoing basically what esther's father thought was best but maybe he didn't know. You can foresee a lot of things, but you 
we're fallible and we can't foresee everything. So I feel like Javi's a valuable asset and like allowing him to just be an alcoholic who's like miserable for the rest of his life, not knowing mm-hmm. is probably a worse fate than what we're trying to do and accomplish, like help him be a part of taking people down and a solution. I don't know. Like he, he should have the choice. Uh, maybe that's just like a moral thing, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and I think Esther, um, or Carrie played Esther really well because Esther would fight Javi. Super on that. stubborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but you know, I feel like for the next episode, it'll be a good place. Either one of us can go down and be like, we got to go Esther, um, or whatever, but, Mm-hmm. It, it's such an odd juxtaposition too because it's like you have like the dark knight universe where javi's just beating the pavement and esther's like angrily following him with like christopher nolan music in the background and then you have like <laughs> avatar the last airbender happening on the rooftops yeah. yes like, are you the last airbender i don't i mean i don't want to say i don't know i it's just it's it's just elemental stuff but We'll see how it unfolds because even I don't know what yeah. all could come do you, out of this. Do you want to reveal, uh, like what your mythos is based on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's um, uh, there's a a god of kung fu named. Oh, hold on, I have it pulled up. Um, Carrie, how do you feel about that entire episode and everything that has been revealed? It just feels like I'm going too slow. What do you mean going too slow? Like we needed to move on and actually do something in that episode, but we didn't. No, I think there is meaningful uh, discussion and role playing that happened in that episode. Uh, It was so like we have these episodes where uh, like big reveals happen and the next episode is spent discussing that and connecting that to uh, clues and things you already have. Um, and I think this was one of those interim episodes where you have to connect all the dots and process new information. Um, so I, I, that's what this episode was. Not every episode has to be you fighting the wolf. There is a balance. Yeah, some of our stuff is definitely more action-oriented. But, but some of the... You know, like this stuff has to happen, and I think that listeners appreciate it. I hope, if not, coming for you, listeners, because <laughs> they're putting together the puzzle too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's helpful as a like review session <laughs> for these. But Carrie, I know what you're saying. I think a lot of it too just has to do with like our recording schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, up until now, now that we're doing it more frequently, but you know, it would be like. An action episode, like really, it was just a couple episodes ago that we had that whole, um, your whole nemesis mm. action sequence and the Deja and Ren, um, and then we found that dead body. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But it feels like it's been so long because it's been I don't know a month or two since we yeah did those. So I I understand what you're saying. So, on that note, I am being manifested by Zin Wu, who's like the god of martial arts, and 
uh, it's like from the Taoist tradition, uh, mastery of self and emotions equals uh, like a ma- mastery of elements kind of comes along with that. So it's pretty, it's pretty rad. Some like pretty cool stuff can happen with this. So, so then we will be like manifesting in kind of like my disciplines and stuff and mastery, but I'm sure there's going to be something else in the city that's going to be kind of that I'm going to be pulled to. So I'm interested to see kind of where this goes. Yeah. And, you know, Tessa, you asked, are you Avatar the Last Airbender? Um, because yes, he, he does have this, this elemental mastery, but it's interesting because he, so last episode when he saw the manifestation of Zen Wu in the wood carving and had that little conversation with him to awaken himself, Zen Wu said, to affect the outside world, you must conquer yourself. And so this whole philosophy of uh, taking these negative raw emotions and harnessing them in different parts of your body to manifest positive emotions that then can affect the outside world through this elemental bending almost. So it is, it's interesting because it's related to this uh, like inner emotional turmoil that Bill will have to do. So like if he loses control of his emotions, uh, the negative side of the elements could come out around him yeah um so it is it it okay he's he's the avatar but it's a little bit different because uh like we have this this connection to emotions and controlling them that's dope yeah yeah i was very excited whenever uh jaime was telling me about his idea and i was like "Ooh, this is this is very interesting i like it We also need to address Bill's family because that was like a huge thing and they haven't popped up at all in these past three episodes. And I was going to like have Bill get a text from his wife like, where are you? (laughs) Because he didn't go back to the hotel uh, last night uh, and he's been out all day. Um, So I need to. I need to pull on that more to like pit your your family theme against your your crew theme and like pull on that, uh, that thread more. But he did bring them up and he's like, working <laughs> yes, yes. And that, I think that's why I didn't bring it up because he did say like, I need some fake IDs for my family so they can, uh, like live. Um, so I think that's why I didn't address it. Mm. Yeah. Carrie, this was a, a big reveal for Esther and the story of Morty and of Javi. um, what are your thoughts on all of that? Uh, I mean, it's basically like my dad sucks. And <laughs> so it's like looking to Javi now to like figure out how we can redeem this story for ourselves. Because mm. like just because he was bad and maybe he wasn't all bad, whatever. But, like, ultimately, like, this gets to be my story now, so how do I redeem it? Mm. And I think I need Javi for that. Mm. And I also want to be able to redeem him because, like, he is good. Mm. Like, even my father in his worst state is saying that he's good. Mm. So, like. Yeah, and in the letter he mentioned this thing inside of Javi. 
Yeah. That is apparently very powerful. Yeah. And uh, so like wanting to like get to that, not to like use that power for myself because that's not what Esther's about, but like how do we how do we work together and how do I get to be on the like good side of this? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not really yeah. That's what I always thought that I was, was on the good side. And so, like, I'm not really all about the, like... Yeah, yeah. And so much, so much of Esther's character has been tied up in Morty's legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morty's bar, Daddy's Little Fighter. Um, all of these, these tags and these themes that revolve around your father. <laughs> and now that the truth of your father and his past have come out, it's going to be interesting to see how Esther grapples with that and if themes crack, if things fade, mm. uh, like what, what is going to happen with all of this? Um, also, how do you feel about Lena? This, this person that is interwoven with your ring and your dad and all of that. Does Esther trust Lena? Does Carrie trust Lena? I mean, I think I trust her in as much as, like, she was a part of it. She knows a side of it. Is her side completely accurate? Is anybody's? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Bill wants it to be known that he does not trust Lena. but i mean the letter from my dad didn't really say anything different than what she said so like they're both telling the same story Mm. so um y'all had talked about going back getting focused on the cabal again what do y'all think the first step of that is where do you think next episode is going to start with y'all pursuing the cabal i truly have no idea um yeah Faye has got like the children in her mind constantly that sounds really awkward <laughs> um <clears throat> the safety of the children thank you yeah Faye has got the safety of the children in her mind constantly and so she's feeling very anxious because this new information is starting to like tie back to the kids and that has something that she feels like she's neglected um and so um, I want to start there, but I don't even know where to find the kids. Mm. I used I and Faye interchangeably there. Yeah. Well, you are Faye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we have like, because we can't really get back to the portal or anything. Right. Uh, I don't know if we go looking for Linda because she's the only one that we like know. Right. Mm. That yeah. may be the only place to start. Y'all had y'all had mentioned Linda. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all had mentioned James. Um, you know James's mom, Mrs. Williams. Um, y'all mentioned but, Pip and the gingerbread Pip. But like the thing with James is like we don't know exactly. Like Linda, we know. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, in that's it. true. That's true. That's true. So like it makes the most sense to go after her because mm. James maybe he's tied up in it. Maybe he's not. He's like this. Like floating thing out here that like well, we don't really know where this piece fits yet, so I'm gonna yeah. leave it right here. Yeah, it's a blue cloud piece. It's in the puzzle, but you can't find I don't know it where it goes until the end. Mm-hmm. So right, okay. We could also follow Pip and figure yeah. out who's making him. That may lead us. Y'all 
did already follow Pitt. Yeah, to the house, but I want to follow him again. <laughs> it's all about following that gingerbread. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that gingerbread life. We can find out where he's baked. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And also Maybe. get baked ourselves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um, but no, I mean, well, because he was the original music man in Faye's mind. And so that's like her still only lead to the children. Okay. So investigating the children next session? <laughs> investigating Linda next session? I need to loop Woodard in. I thought about saying on the last episode that I like sent him a text of like, miss you. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, that's the beauty of Woodard is that he's also out doing his own vigilante work. Oh, yeah. He's he's been busy. Yeah. Don't worry, Woodard. Don't worry, Woodard fans. Woodard's doing his thing. <laughs> and Mohammed is there. So also don't worry, Mohammed fan. Um. Um, yeah, I think those, those are the places where I was leaning for in our investigative efforts. And I was also going to need to take care of my family thing, um, and probably find ways to train in between that so that I don't accidentally kill anybody. Um, I think that Javi is going to be like, obviously like a huge important piece, but I think that'll just have to come in time. It seems like. We could try to metagame and force it, but I just don't think that's how it's going to like unfold. Um, so yeah, I think I think the the direction is good. It's exciting, and I don't know. It's I guess uh, no. I'll talk about in the actual like geek out part where we where we say what has changed in the crew or whatever. So yeah. Anything else? Any emotions or thoughts from this session? I had a lot of fun this session. Good. Yeah. Those powers are dope. I'm, I'm excited to see what I can do with that. Yeah, I am excited to see them. Them used. Besides just bouncing Faye in between buildings. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, all right. I don't think Esther Carrie oh. had as much fun. The Esther yeah. revelations were not as expected. Yes, Carrie might feel a little targeted this <laughs> this session. This is very Esther heavy. <laughs> but I've targeted each. I have targeted each of you in turn. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was looking at so during our geek out after the season for season two, I wrote down a list of like all the things y'all wanted to do this uh, last season. <laughs> And End of sentence. the only, well, <laughs> I had to turn to the list. Uh, the only one that has not been checked, Bill, because of the choices he made, uh, a few of his got crossed off that had to deal with the bacab. Uh, so he, he, those got crossed off. But right now, the only two uh, character specific things uh, that we have left from that geek out during the season two is Faye wants to confront Pip and save the rat pack because Esther has found Javi found Lena and discovered her father's past with the mafia. Faye has married Woodard. Bill has had visions of stopping the disaster and finding a way to get his family out of limbo. Uh, and the other two things were marked off. So, so basically we're winning this season. Hey, this is the last season. This is it. I'm ready. I'm ready to go in and 
Um, well, okay, so Tessa's ready to go in and, like, kill some people. Faye is obviously not. All right. Well, do we want to answer some geek out questions? She is. Yeah. Let's answer them. Esther wants to answer how the crew has grown this session. Okay. Um, because she's obviously, like, let them in more than they've ever been let in before. So, like, now they're, now we're really in it. And, like, there's no, like, backing out, like, all in. <laughs> okay. Um, so what do you want to do with that? Do you want to gain a new attention or uh, unburn one of your burned tags? And you have Linda Hand and Power of Deduction are currently burned. I was wanting to unburn the Linda Hand. Okay. You can go ahead and unburn Linda Hand. So you get that uh, story tag, or not story tag, power tag back. All right, who's next? Um... I will answer the crew. How has the crew grown this one also? Uh, because obviously Esther's story and um, what is the word where people let you in? Vulnerability, right? Yeah. Allowing us to see into kind of what's, what's happening with their past and with their father and stuff is like a bonding thing. But also I feel like like losing 25% of the crew has made us more reliant on each other for things that we may not have been reliant on each other for in the past. Right. So, um, I mean, I, I consider Javi as part of the crew, but you know, that's just me. Maybe that's not technically right, but I would have just asked Ren like, Hey, make me some fake IDs or whatever. And he would have talked trash and then done it. Um, and there's some, like, there's just some different things that, We'd, we would have relied on the hyperintelligent cyborg for that we're now going to have to either do them like less efficiently or by our own means or kind of, I don't know. I just think that's, it's going to, it's going to make things more difficult, but it's also going to make us more reliant on each other. Mm -hmm. And it already has to an extent. So I think that's yeah. like helping us to grow. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, so do you want to gain an attention or do you want to unburn a story or a power tag? Why do I keep calling it a story think, tag? I think gain an attention. Okay. According to this, this you just got attention. three attention. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so. <laughs> What's that? The choosing the crew theme, uh, like specialty is so rough. <laughs> It well, you've done a, it twice. It won't be as rough now. Do you not have the thingamabob that just has them listed on the thingamabob? What do you mean? The, the character or the crew theme cards or the, the cards. The cards. Not the those cards? cards. The cards that are pretty. The pretty cards. I don't have any of them. Uh, I think I have an extra pack. I can give you that. Not today. We'll pick out that crew theme improvement <laughs> later. Okay, so the kill me applies now, right? I mean. Sure. I mean. Uh, oh, it wouldn't be that hard if I just had it bookmarked. I have all these freaking tags in this book, and I can't find it. Anyways, what question would Faye like to answer? I'll put TBD. Perfect. Um, I would like to give a help point. Um, well... In theory, I would like to give a help point to Bill and Esther. I'll make my case. You let me know if I can do it. I would like to give a help point to Bill because um, Faye and Bill having like 
just talking moments happens very rarely, and like the two times it has, it's just so wholesome and wonderful, and I think it's great. Um, and so I want to give a help point to Bill and like building up trust in our relationship that I literally jumped off a building, knowing that like he was somehow gonna make sure I didn't die. Um, and then I also would like to give a help point to Esther. Um, mainly because I got rid of all of my help points on her. Um, but I want to give a help point to Esther because we worked off each other really well, I feel like, in learning that. And I, Faye, worked not to get, like, too emotional with things, but also, like, checked up on her. And Esther, like, answered and, you know, we were able to, like, advance the, the investigation, if that makes sense. Which one of those people had the biggest impact on you this session? Both of them freaking no. did, David. No. You used to let us... I'm done with that, because <laughs> y'all just spent five help points on Esther, so you need to pick one person each session. I honestly... Like, Bill was the one that first came okay. to mind. We've accrued, we've accrued those help points over years, David. <laughs> yes, that has been... Years. Yes, but I also realize... Faye could just as easily accrue those points like that again. I'm really good at accruing help. Yes, you are. I did too. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate you opening up your book and finding it. Oh my gosh. Did you actually find it though? Because you (laughs) said that you found it and you didn't. I I thought I found it and I definitely didn't. Uh, Yeah, that was definitely wrong page. The real crew theme improvements are on. 182. Uh, so, after getting three attention, you get a new theme improvement. You have two theme improvements already. Tight like that, which uh, lets you uh, basically, anytime you use a help point to help somebody on your team, they get an extra one. Uh, so, actually, I guess, but it wouldn't have affected Esther because she rolled a 10 plus anyway. So, y'all actually would have given her an extra two help points. Uh, from each of you, or from the both of you, whenever you did that. So she would have had a 12, which wouldn't have affected anything because she doesn't have the dynamite move unlocked. But uh, yeah, we just need to remember that tight like that gives you extra juice uh, whenever you spend help points um, or hurt points. Um, and also you have sacrifice, which is when you are nearby somebody else that is taking a status. You can choose to roll a take or uh, face danger instead of them uh, to try to protect them at cost of you know damaging yourself. Um, so the two theme improvements that are left, uh, there is another one, but it applies to an item um, power tag, and you don't have any item power tags. You have true friendship, lend a hand, and power of deduction. Uh, so you have two. You have black sheep which is when somebody acts in such a way that is against we will always have each other you don't take a fade or a crack Uh, and you also have pull it together which is once per session you can recover a burnt crew power tag without having to do the geek out move that one makes the most sense to me okay so pull it together uh is your third crew theme improvement we need to put that on a sticky note out here so that we remember to use the improvement. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> also, I meant to say this earlier and I forgot. Um, since we've been kind of following the um, like seasons based on current seasons we're in, yes. Mm. Um, so since it is school in session again and I'm clearly not teaching because I am wanted, mm. can I please take a crack in my teacher for change? Oh, Faye, why didn't you answer that question earlier? But yes, you may. Which uh, theme do you think... So our, we have a custom move during our geek out, which is... Um, or a custom option. I guess it's not a move. But a custom option where you say which two themes were pitted against each other. Um, and if they were, which one did you neglect? And then assign a fade or a crack. Um, so you're saying teacher for change... Uh, was pitted against one of your themes. What do you think it was pitted against? And your crew theme is a theme you have. So if you think it was pitted against your mission of we will always have each other. Yes, because if I went back to work, they would find me and then find everybody else. Yeah. Okay. So Teacher for Change was pitted against your crew theme, the gang, and you take a, a, a crack in it. Yep. How many crack do you have? Two. Two. If you lose that theme, are you going to have three Mythos themes? I will. Wow. That was a terrifying noise. Please don't ever make that wow. noise Wowie. Wowie. Okay, sorry. All right, so, um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, we only have one nemesis that is still out there, and her name is... Chelsea. Not Jesse. Chelsea. <laughs> Jesse is gone. Uh, we have Chelsea. Uh, she showed up uh, one session ago. So, Esther, would you please roll 2d6 plus 1 for your foreshadow roll? Yeah, I'm not good at rolling the right <laughs> no, way. you're not. So. And actually, I guess Chelsea had a chance to show up this session, but uh, I didn't really see a reason to bring her back. Three! A three! Woo-woo! Chelsea will not show up next session. And that is that for this recording session. Thank you for listening, listeners. And we will see you next time.